thread. God's truth tying together all the pieces of your life. Thread is the broadcast of Dr. Chuck Quinley. Hi, I'm Chuck Quinley, and welcome back to this year-end edition of the Thread Podcast. I hope you've just lived out a year that you are so satisfied with and that God has given you very clear revelation of where he's taking you this next year so you can get organized for it. Uh, I love this fourth quarter of a year. That's what I'm doing. I'm listening to God, and I'm making my plans. And uh, in order to uh, help you with your planning, uh, I wanted to share with you a really special message. And this came on the, the last night that we had together at, as a school at Media Light. Now, at Media Light, we have students that come from all over the world, closed Muslim countries, other Asian nations, Russia, just everywhere. And they come seeking God for direction in their own life and for equipping so that they can become powerful agents of change among their own people. So on this last night that we had together, I brought them a message about how the eagle renews its strength in the seasons of life. And so I wanted to share that with you. So I'm just going to play that recording. Now, this is a live recording. It took place in a mountain village high in the mountains of northern Thailand. And so you're going to hear some noises uh, from the the village, uh, the neighborhood that we're in. It's where the tribal people are just down below us. Uh, But that's just all part of it. That's how it really was that night. So I want to share this with you, and then I'll be back at the end of this message uh, to say a little more to you. I'm going to read Psalms 103, verses 3 through 5. The Lord says that He's the one who forgives all of our iniquities. He's the one who heals all of our diseases. He is the one who redeems our life from destruction. That He crowns us with loving kindness and tender mercies. And that He satisfies our mouth with good things so that our youth is renewed like the eagles. This is the last of the eagles talks that I want to do uh, for this school year. Um, The eagle was a bird that God forbade Israel to eat. Uh, It had so many lessons for them in it. We talked already about how what it is to be the child of an eagle. That no eagle uh, has an accidental birth. There's never a, an eaglet that's like, oh, oops, you know, a totally unplanned pregnancy. They build a nest that's as big as that bed. It can be six feet across. Uh, some of their nests weigh two tons. We talked about how, how they build it, and the mother will pull out her own feathers, so the little bird's just surrounded by the, even the fragrance of, of, the, of her mom. Um, and we talked about how that in order for the Lord to teach you to fly, he throws all that out of the nest and he takes the comfort away and he takes your toys away and then he throws you out of the nest and you're scared to death and you don't think you can do it. You're sure you can't do it. And really in the beginning, you can't do it. But just before you crash, he picks you up and then he tells you, do it again. And then you, you almost make it that time and he says, let's do it again. And before you know it, you, you really can do it. And now you're, you're an eagle and you're soaring. Well, the cool thing, another cool thing about eagles is that before the days of shotguns, pesticides, electric wires, and airplanes, uh, eagles lived to be about 120 years old. And so, and they don't migrate. So the eagle that lives 
right there would live right there. And three generations of your family would grow up with the very same eagles. Uh, they would always see them, um, husband and wife, married for life. And um, they have a homing device that's in their eyes. And if they stray too far from home, they get a headache. So they have to come back. And they, they always stay in the same area. But they would watch something happen to these eagles. They would watch them about every, about every 20 years or so. They would see these eagles get really old. And their feathers are torn and their beaks were bent. And... Um, the eagle started changing its behavior because initially, when, uh, whenever there's a storm, like that huge storm hit the Philippines, uh, eagles do not, like other animals, when a storm comes, they dig down in the ground and they hide. And, you know, cows always get in a circle if a storm is coming. But eagles just stand there and look at the storm. They just face the storm. And when the storm is like at its really starting to blow hard, they just raise their wings one time, and they just shoot straight up through it until they're over the storm. And they just do circles while the storm just rips and tears, and the eagle just uses the power of that storm to push it so high that the storm can't hurt the bird anymore. And they just watch what the storm does till it goes away, and then they come back down. But as an eagle gets tired and gets old, they stop doing that. They start playing safe. And, you know, it's different. There's a big difference between playing to win and trying not to lose. Uh, or playing to win versus I don't want to embarrass myself or I don't want to hurt myself. And it's a whole other game. Once you change your strategy from I am here to win and you start to be on this side, something's going on, something really not good for you. And so when the eagle starts to play safe, it knows something's not right about it. When eagle, eagles always kill their own food, but when eagles get old and tired and worn out, they start to eat uh, secondhand food. If something else has killed it, or if it has been, um, I don't know, run over by a car, or some other way that an animal has died, an eagle will come down when it's old and it'll try to take that. So when an eagle isn't killing its own food anymore, and it's getting it secondhand, and I think about that sometimes about feeding ourselves spiritually. Like, if you don't, if we can't open our Bibles and get our own word from God, we're not healthy spiritually. If you have to read a Christian book, or you have to listen to somebody's sermon teaching, or like we can't feed ourselves, there's something wrong with us. We need to get back our own uh, strength. So when an eagle finds itself in that position, and it's uh, it's lost its luster. It can't fly very well. And the family would watch this eagle and they'd think, the old bird's about to die. And then all of, a, um, all of a sudden the eagle would be gone. And they'd say, he must have died. So they'd watch, you know, and the other bird's flying solo. And then after a while, and it takes about a month. After about a month, it's like there's a new bird. And it's right where the old bird used to live. It, it's in the same nest, but it's not. I mean, it's as big as the old bird, but wow. That one's got black feathers. That one's got shiny feathers. That one doesn't have this really, really crusted, curved beak. It's like, it's still got a hook, but it's razor sharp. This is a bird ready for action. It's like, what happened? And uh, they came to understand, this is the same bird. It's like it died. 
And then it came back to life. How does it do that? And so God uses that even with Israel because they were aware of this. They were farming people and they were, uh, they were in the region where eagles would live. And uh, so let's talk about that just a little bit, you know. Uh, we've, we've talked in the school a lot about you knowing your own family story and knowing your part in that story. And one of the things that I hope we've communicated to you is that you don't need to know your life mission because there's no such thing. You're going to accomplish your missions over and over again, and you'll be given new missions. You don't send an army out for 20 years with one mission. Uh, they get a mission every day, every week. It depends on the situation. So whatever God needs you to do, He'll tell you to do it. And it might take a month. It might take a year. It might take 20 years. depends on what it is. But your mission will change as you accomplish your mission. Uh, the thing you do need to know is your theme, the theme of your life. You know, Paul's theme is... Um, what do you call it when you restore something? Uh, redeem, yeah. Paul's theme is like redemption. You take anything that's messed up, and then you can't leave it messed up. you got to work and make it come back beautiful. you, know, you got to steal from the devil what the devil stole from you and work with it until it becomes beautiful. So when Paul looks at any situation, his inner wiring tells him restoration because that's what he is. So that you do need to know. What's your theme? What's the thing that is in you that you just do that? You have to do that. You're wired to be that. And once you know that, then it becomes easy to decide what job to take and all this kind of stuff. But your mission is going to change from time to time. And when your mission changes, you're going to have to go through. It's like starting all over again as a little eagle. you got to get a whole new skill set because you're, as you achieve one mission... Well, like, you know, my first mission in the ministry was to plant churches and, and to be a good pastor. And I worked hard to gain that skill set. Uh, but then when I get my new mission, it didn't have anything to do with pastoring. It had to do with media. I didn't have any training for media. So then I was going to have to go somewhere and get myself retrained. And that's kind of what happens to the eagle. The eagle goes into a cave when he's... When he's old and he's fulfilled his mission and he's tired and he's wearing out, the eagle goes into a cave and he takes his beak and first he rips out all of his feathers. Every bad feather, all of his, actually until there's, there aren't feathers anymore. Uh, well, let's just get with it. I guess we've been playing loud music, so we're getting loud music. Um, sometimes your success is your worst enemy. Because maybe you had your success when you were 25 years old, and now you're so scared to let go of that thing. And the reason the eagle can come back to life is that the eagle puts to death everything glorious about itself. Every achievement, every, you know, the role that you get yourself into. Uh, I know it was hard once we moved here, and uh, for, you know, for 20 years... I would say uh, I'm a pastor, and uh, you the know, biggest thing we ever did in terms of visible work is we planted a church in the Philippines that grew big and planted all these other churches. Well, when, you've, when you're not there anymore, you can only keep talking about that for so long. And then it's like, well, who are you now? I, you know, I know who you were 15 years ago. 
and who you were up till last year, maybe. But now that you're not doing that, are you going to keep talking about that forever? Is that all that you'll ever be? And some people, the answer is yes. They can't get past their glory years of whatever it was they did that they, they were so good at. And it kills them because they were very successful, but that was like two missions ago. And they're stuck on that, and they won't let it go. Or, or they get their security in other ways from that. Maybe that's where their income is from. And they can't let go that thing. It's their allowance from their mom and dad, or it's their whatever it is. But it's this thing that holds them, and it's, it gives them just enough status, just enough money, just enough comfort to basically stop their progress for the rest of their life. So even if you're the coolest kid in high school, you can't stay in high school forever, you know. I had a friend that was 28 years old, and the, uh, the principal finally just walked up to him and said, Digster, if I just give you a diploma, will you leave this place and never come back? And he said, uh, yeah. And so the principal said, wait right here. And he just went in the office and took out a diploma, stamp, stamp, signed it, and said, go away, you know. He just failed every year over and over again, but he really loved high school. It's like, you're 10 years too old to be here. So however cool you are at whatever stage you're in, and, and it, it can, be, it can re- be really bad if you're great at that thing. Like, uh, I'm the basketball champion in my school. And it's like, well, what? You're going to follow your high school basketball team forever, and you got to let go of stuff. And it's scary because now you got nothing. But you have to believe, I'm an eagle. I don't have nothing. And so the eagle just rips all that stuff off. It's like, I don't have anything. Nothing from before stays until he's like this very humiliated, stripped, naked bird that can't even fly. And if anything attacks him, he's just dead. Uh, But he chooses his cave carefully, and it's his time to be alone. And so he just rips all that out. And then um, the legend says they'll pick a cave that has water in the back of it, and they'll bathe in that water, and then they come out in the sunlight because there's wounds. There's wounds we talk about, and there's wounds we don't talk about. But when you've ripped off all your coverings, you've got no more security, and there's nothing to hide all your stuff. And so the eagle will come into the mouth of the cave where the sunlight is, and it'll just let the sun touch all those wounded places, you know. Because there's healings that we can get from one another, and then there's healings that only the Lord can give you. But honesty and being open about it is it's required. You can't hide your stuff. The devil does all his work in secret places and dark places, and as long as you keep it hidden, it's going to fester. So this eagle is now humiliated. It's laid down all of its past accomplishments, everything great about it, everything that gives it its abilities and its skills. It's all on the floor behind it. And now it's bathing its wounds, and it's saying, I really, really need to get fixed. Honestly, I think everybody in the world needs counseling. And I think it would be a very healthy thing if every Christian went for counseling every year, at least had a session, a season of counseling, maybe a week long, to just say, I need to fix all the stuff from this last year that has piled up in me that I need to sort out. Everything I'm anxious about, everything that's not lined up right in my life, let's just get it all fixed. And that's why I love this season of the year. I love the fourth quarter of a year because it's so full of possibilities for getting yourself sorted out and making a clean plan for next year, but you can't drag unfinished business 
into next year. You got to fix it. Apologize to who you need to apologize to. Cut ties if you need to cut them. Start new things. Do it right. You can't live a whole life, but you, you we can live one year at a time and do a really good job on a solid year. So here's a seagull now getting healed and just spending time alone. It takes about 30 days, and it can't do anything. can't go anywhere. Just dead time. Uh, in a Japanese painting, if you've ever noticed Japanese paintings, they're not busy paintings. It's like blank space, and then there's a thing in the middle of it. And uh, they have a word for this. I think this is called yohaku, and it means empty space. And the empty space is a part of the painting. They don't put any paint on it, but it's like, it's like arrows. And it says, the bird is what it's all about. So they've painted this bird, and then they don't clutter it. And I had a Japanese friend, and I was talking to him about this. And uh, we were actually in the spa. And then he said, Quinley Sensei, I have another Japanese word for you. And we were, both, we were both way too busy as men. And we were talking about that in the spa. And he said, yo haku. And I said, what is that? And he says, empty time. Just empty time. There's nothing in it. There's nothing scheduled. There's no agenda. It's like, what am I going to do with this time? Well, here's an eagle with 30 days and absolutely nothing to do. No TV to watch, no internet, no books to read, just the eagle and God and silence for 30 days. Mm -hmm. But it does something to you. You know, I really encourage you to unplug yourself electronically for seasons of renewal. We just can't. Something about electric things, you know, because we're electric also. You know, we run on electricity. And I don't know. There's some kind of interplay there that just, like, takes your creativity out, distracts your focus, keeps you fragmented. So here's an eagle, and they've just, like, unplugged for what would basically be a tithe of the year's time. I do nothing. I just sit in silence with God. And I just get myself fixed. And then, you know, it, that time doesn't last forever. You know, seasons with the Lord don't last forever. Fasting days don't last forever. They're not supposed to. They're part of the healthy rhythm of your life. And then the, the, the little wings start to, the feathers start to grow back. And first they're just little nubs. But they got a lot of promise. It's like new stuff is coming into the life of the eagle. And I think every healthy person ought to have three things going on. One is the main thing you are doing right now that you know is your mission and you are giving it like your whole heart is in that. But then there's also the old main thing that you're still holding on to that you need to let go of. Maybe you haven't found a new person to train yet or some other reason, maybe security, maybe that's where you get money. Maybe your parents want you to do it or somebody else wants you to do this thing. But you look at it in your hand and you know, this is part of my old. I need to get rid of this. You need to get rid of that. Focus on your main thing because your main thing is. But everybody also needs to be out here looking for the next new thing. I need to learn about something I don't know about. I need relationships I don't have. I need to know a whole kind of group of people that I've never been around before. I need some stimulation, some new stuff in my life. And this eagle is all about new. At this point, all their old is gone. They don't care about their old trophies. They don't care about what they did in the past. They're just in the now, and they're focused on their future, and their wings start to grow back. And then they get a fresh anointing, and the oil sacs underneath their wings start to flow. And they take their beak, and they begin to 
they, they sort of like steam clean every single feather and they coat it with oil so it can fly again. And their feathers are shiny, glistening, and they take their, uh, they are, the first thing they did was actually take their beak and grind it off on the wall until they could get it super sharp. And then they turn it on themselves and that's how they pluck out all their, all their feathers. So now their, their beak has grown strong. They, it's like they got fresh revelation. You strip off all your old stuff and get rid of it. Think about your new stuff and get quiet before the Lord. You can't have a whole lot of people in your cave. It's not like, hey, guys, let's all go to the cave together. It doesn't work like that. It's, it's you in your cave by yourself. No one else can go there. You're not going to stay in the cave forever. But if you never go to the cave, you're going to be just like half flying, half crippled, half committed, holding on to your old life while you're trying to wish I could get into a new life. And for some people, life never works. They're always frustrated because life never works. But a lot of it is that they're not willing to go to the cave. They're not willing to let go of their old. They're always trying to hold on to that old. And it's messing up their, it's messing up their future. So then, you know, the family watches. And then one day that eagle comes to, the, comes to the door of the cave. And it's like, my time is finished. And then out it goes. I remember when the Lord called me into ministry full time. I was so, you know, I was scared and I was excited and it was all in there together. And I was like, yes, now I'm going to. And the Lord said, no, you're not going to do anything. So yeah, but I'm called and I've got friends. To sh-. No, you're not going to do anything. Not until I tell you. And it was two years of just praying and reading the word and waiting on God and so many beautiful prayer times in, in my own places. He would show me the private places I could go at night and other places nobody would be there and it was just me and God me and God and he was building me up until I would just listen to him and I wouldn't follow what the crowd is telling me I should choose because that's it that's the whole important thing about if you're going to be an eagle you got to be listening to God that's who tells you what to do uh, it's nice when everyone agrees but every now and then he calls you to do something that no one agrees with and we're still supposed to do it you know, it's an audience of one. But there is a day, the eagle can't, if the eagle tries to fly too soon, it'll just crash because the wings aren't there. Feathers aren't there yet. But then there's a day and he knows he's released. And it's like, I'm healed. I'm ready to get back in the game. And so out the eagle goes again. And it's like a whole new bird and everybody's amazed. And the Lord said, I do that for you. And that's what that passage says. He said, I'll forget. Go to the cave, he says. I'm going to, actually, I'll read you the list again. <laughs> If you go to the cave, this is what happens in the cave. All your sins get forgiven, verse 3. I think we need to ponder our sins sometimes, just like make the really long list that it is if we would just get quiet. Because you know, uh, when, when you witness to people, so many times you'll have them go, well, I've never killed anyone. Like That's the only bad thing there is to do. Like, well, I'm not bad. I've never killed anyone. Uh, there are a lot of sins in all of us. And he says, go to the cave. List your sins. Repent. I will forgive all your iniquities. I'll get that stuff out of your life. Then he says, I will heal all your diseases. Verse 4, he says, and I will save your life from being destroyed. And I'll put a crown on you. Tender kind, uh, loving kindness and tender mercy. And I will satisfy your mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. That's what God wants to do to you.
and you know whatever kind of tiredness is in you from your work. Because uh, really, for me, the secret to a successful life is is understanding the seasons that life has and building healthy mm, rhythms in your life. Because if you don't get the training that you need, you won't be any good at what you want to do. So there's a season that it's all about the training. And you just learn, learn, learn from everybody you can. But then there's a season where you're supposed to use the training and do. And the doing is this disciplined doing. And if you do the right thing, you leave behind a body of work, whether that's, you know, in our case, six kids now raised. And that's, that took us 25 years to do. And we, well, 30 years. 30 years to do to raise six kids who can take care of themselves and launch them out of the nest. That's a body of work. I'm in a whole new season now. And you got to get the, the stamina to push and stay up late and be sick and push anyway and fall behind and push and get ahead and just keep going, refuse to quit. And, mm-hmm. and you do. You achieve all kinds of things. And then you have to have the discipline to say, and now I'm laying all these achievements down or putting them in someone else's hands to run, and I'm on to my new thing. Hey, I hope that was helpful to you as you make your plans for next year. And as you come to the end of this year, I just pray that you have an awesome Christmas season with your family and friends and that you have a celebratory new year as you burst into the coming year and to all the great things that God has in store for your life. Hey, if there's ever any way I can be helpful to you, just please write me directly, chuck at quinley.com. And if you find the Thread Podcast helpful to you, Uh, Please uh, share that word. Give us a comment on the iTunes uh, network feed there and uh, a rating, and we'd really appreciate you helping us get the word out. God bless you. See you next year for more on Thread.